about a month ago, we had not one but two local teams win state championships in volleyball. We're talking Ram, we're talking Coventry. Let's celebrate that victory from the two local high school programs that won championships. I'm joined this morning by the head coach of Ram, Tim Guernsey, and his senior outside hitter, Lonnie Fecco, and also Coventry, Coach Ryan Giberson, and junior middle hitter, Jessica Germond. Folks, good morning. Thanks for coming in, and congratulations for the victory. Let me start with Ram, which won the Class M state championship, cruising through the last three games, beating the number three seed Suffield, the number two seed seed Northwestern, and the top seed Joel Barlow in the championship game, three games to one. Tim, what do you see as some of the keys to what made your team really peak at the right time? I think, you know, the Suffield game was a, a huge game for us. We were down 2-0, ended up coming back and sweeping them, uh, being down in game five. Uh, I feel like that game uh, brought us really together as a group, as a unit, um, and catapulted us to to the next two games. But that was a huge, huge game for us, huge match. Um, you know, just really pulled us together. We, we kept everything together as a group. Each time out, we were talking about just playing for each other, um, but I feel like, you know, that game set us off to the next two because um, it was definitely the most difficult game that we had uh, in the tournament. And say a few words about the young lady sitting next to you, Lonnie Fecko, <clears throat> how important she was to what you did. Uh, Lonnie has been great uh, for the last three years. Um, you know, came to our school, had an opportunity to win three state titles, um, great leader, one of my hardest workers in the gym, um, got everybody around her to just completely buy into what we were doing. Uh, you want your best players to be your hardest workers, and she was definitely that kid, so can't say enough about her. Just uh, uh, going to be a huge loss for our program. Uh, I know she's going to go off and do great things uh, at the next level of college, so I'm uh, just super happy to have her and proud of all of her accomplishments. Lonnie, congratulations on being state champs, and uh, talk about what you think made this Ram volleyball team so good, good enough to win the M championship. Um, thanks. I think that this year we were described as the most social group of Ram Volleyball history, and I really do think that that played a part in it because it really brought us together and our team bonding was at an all-time high. Like, we were all best friends with each other, and there was no real, like, issues on the team, and I think that really helped us bond and play well together. Coach Guernsey talked about that quarterfinal game against Suffield. When you lost the first two games, volleyball plays best of five, you came back and won the next two, and then you won the final game, 17-15. to 15. But it looked at one point that night like your season was about over. What do you think turned that game against the three-seed Suffield around? Um, I really do think that we started playing for each other, like Guernsey said earlier. Um, just in that fifth set, we were like, play for each other. Like, we don't want this to be the end of our season. Like, this is not how we go out. We need to finish bigger than this. What was it about volleyball that floated your boat early on? How did you first get involved in playing volleyball? Um, my mom used to play in high school and college. And so when I quit gymnastics, I was looking for a new sport to do. And my mom was like, you should try volleyball. So I did. And what's your future down the road? Do you plan on taking this to the next level in college? I'm not. I'm planning on playing club in college, but I'm not playing for the college. I want to go to nursing school. 
That sounds impressive. All right, let's move over to Coventry. Coventry won the Class S state championship. They were the three seed, got a first-round bye, and eventually went through the tournament. And in the championship, they went on to uh, win the championship, beating the fifth seed, Haddam Killingworth, three games to none. Coach Giberson, same kind of questions for you. What was it about this team that you think was the, 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 the catalyst to winning the state championship? Yeah, so I think we share a lot of similar traits and ideals to Ram, at least philosophically. But, you know, the biggest thing for us is, you know, A, we play a really tough schedule. We play schools that are a lot larger than we are. Uh, Our practices are really competitive, so our kids like to compete. Um, And we just felt like going in that no matter what we saw, we were going to be prepared, right? So you mentioned their game against Suffield, which I watched. We played that night, and I pulled it up on the phone. And they were down 2 nothing, and I saw I didn't see it on the, the network or whatever, but I saw Coach Kearns, walk over to put the lineup in, and I realized they were down 2-1. to one. And these guys can attest to this. When they get in that fifth set, um, it just comes down to, to toughness, right, and the, just the willingness to just not lose, right? And a lot of that stems from what you do in practice, um, the situations you're in throughout the year, and our kids, you know, they get there, they don't want to give it up, you know, and we were able to make plays in bigger spots that maybe some of the other teams weren't. Um, and that's a testament to them. But, you know, I think that's the difference in those kind of games. Say a few words about the junior middle hitter you brought along this morning, Jessica German, and what she brought to the table. Yeah, so most importantly, Jess is my wife's favorite player. I said that at the banquet. So um, she's somebody that for sure when she's on the court, we just play better with her. I mean, she's got a great energy. Um, She's a vocal leader, and she leads by example. She's one of our most athletic kids. And I think, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to bring her is because we would not be anywhere close to where we were this year without her. But she's someone that that's super tough. And I don't want to say 100% of the time, but in big games, Jess always plays well. Always. Jess, good morning. What was it that got you into volleyball in the first place? What attracted you to want to play volleyball for this guy? Well, my sister played for him when she was in high school, um, Megan, and I don't know, I just kind of like looked up to her, and so she kind of introduced volleyball to me, and it was just, it looked very interesting, and then I played it, and I started to fall in love with it. And what are your thoughts on the way the team played during that championship run, especially the emotions you had in the state championship match? A lot of pressure on you. You don't want to get to the finals and lose, but was it just another game, another match, or was that a special occasion? I think we were trying to look at it as it was just another match, but we knew like it was definitely a special occasion, and we were all trying to say very exciting, but it is very nerve-wracking when you're playing in a championship game. But I think we all just, like, every player on the team, we kept our energy, whether you were playing in the game or on the bench. And I think just that energy helped us, like, push forward and, like, win the game. And there was definitely some nervous times during the game, but I think we just, like, overcame them, and we ended up in the end winning. You know, I think you people know how close I am to the UConn basketball program, especially the men's program. And I remember a line from, I don't know, 20 or so years ago where players were talking about Jim Calhoun practices. And they said that practices are harder than games. What are your practices like under Coach Gilberson? Well, we have definitely a range of practices, but we always work on, like, our technique and our passing. But sometimes... He always says, like, you have to practice how you're going to play because if you're going to practice and you're going to see, see it just like practice, then you're going to play like that. And especially when it comes into, like, tough situations and games, you're going to revert back to your practice, and that's why you have to practice hard. And so our practices were definitely tough. We had some 
harder than other days, but I think that is what really prepared us for pl getting like playing in games and overcoming hard times in the games and tough situations. Lonnie, yep. same question for you. Uh, what's the practice like under Coach Guernsey? Are practices at Ram tougher than games? Um, I do agree with that. Uh, I'd go so far as to say I would look forward to game days because it would mean that I wouldn't be as tired at the end of the day. <laughs> well, that pretty much answers that question. Someone's going to jump in there. What was Yeah, that? sorry. I, I just think it's important in practice. We talk a lot about developing roles. So, um, you know, and even a guy like Coach Hurley, we're, we're talking about UConn, he's, um, he's a pretty reflective coach. So if something doesn't work, he'll try something else, and maybe, maybe it will or won't work. But it gives other kids the opportunity to prove themselves in practice. So it raises the level of play um, for everybody else on the team. And then it gives those kids that maybe who don't play as much a chance to prove themselves and get in, which I think is important. That helps us. And to add what Ryan is saying, he, he, before he talked about the competitive environment, I, I feel like our practices are extremely competitive um, I feel like they're extremely mental. Um, so I feel like at the end of the season, uh, my teams are a lot more mentally tougher than a lot of teams that we will face. Uh, and I think that's just part of like being disciplined, you know, buying into what we're trying to do. Uh, and the, the kids work so, so hard, you know, and every single kid in the program wants to be on the floor. So they make sure they come into practice. They're pushing uh, that kid that plays that position as well. So. I don't have to preach a lot about hard work or anything like that. The kids just work really, really hard. Tim, where did you get your chops in, in volleyball? Were you a player at one time? <clears throat> I actually played um, baseball for Central. I uh, took a class in volleyball uh, for PE. Uh, my sister played college volleyball, so I've been around the game growing up. Um, but when I went to Ram, they added football. And because they added football, they wanted to add a, a female sport in the fall. And I said, you know, I, I, I know the game. I'll give it a whirl. And uh, my first year out, we went 0-18. Uh, we got better as the year went on. And then uh, I met a gentleman named Matt Herlock uh, who took me under his wing. Uh, we coached club season together. Our families got very close. Uh, he taught me the defense that we play, and I, I truly believe that's one of the reasons for our success. Um, but, you know, without him, I don't know if I would be sitting here and have had the success that we've had, um, but just – gotten gotten a little bit smarter each and every year and um you know i always said i wish i could go back with what i know now with the teams ahead of the beginning because i had some athletic teams uh, but you know i feel like the program is right where it needs to be and i think tim that you just touched on that class you took in volleyball at central i think we need a shout out for that teacher professor as well because it yeah. sounds to me like without that class you wouldn't be sitting here right now yeah dr capitao long time ago um but yeah, it was it was a competitive class. The, you know, it was all athletes in the class, um, but just just a blast. And Ryan, were you a volleyball player back in the back in the day? Um, intramurals, right? Things like that. <laughs> so no. So I actually started. Um, Tim mentioned Coach Herlock. Uh, I started coaching JV with him right before he was diagnosed with cancer. So actually, during that season, um, that's when he found out he was sick, and it was kind of trial by fire. So I had split the team with some other kid who was younger. He was 18, 19 years old. He was more of a volleyball guy. I was more of a coach, so I coached baseball at Coventry. And unfortunately, that summer, Coach Herlock passed. Uh, nobody applied for the position, and uh, here I am. You know, same kind of thing. I mean, went to clinics, um, you know, did a lot of research, tried to figure out ways to get better, and Coach Kearns, talked about each year you want to improve, right? So, um, but unfortunately, that's how, I, uh, that's how I ended up in the role. And at, at Ram... 18, 0 and 18, 
in the first season. And that actually has turned around to become a state championship program. How did you do that, Tim? What, what were your thoughts that first year? Did you think to yourself, this isn't going to work? So our, our first year, we actually, we were in the old school. Every single contest was on the road. We started two weeks late. Because you didn't have a facility you didn't could have play facility, home games in. Yep. Yeah. And um, that was back when it was service points only. So, I mean, you had to earn every single point that you got. And we did get better each and every week. Uh, had some really, really good athletes. Um, but we just... We weren't good enough then. And then the next year we went 11 and 8. I went and did some clinics, spent a little bit more time with Herlock, started to figure out what we needed to do, started to figure out what kids need to be in what positions because it, it was brand new. Um, but we just got better the, the year after that. We were 15 and 4. So just each year we got a little bit better. And then I think it was year 5 was when we won 2007 is when we won the first one. So, um, And then, you know, every year after that we've been very competitive. So... You know, the kids buy in, started doing doing some stuff in the middle school uh, to get the kids prepared a little bit more. But um, just attending as many camps as I can, you know, helping in summer camps. Uh, Ryan and I talk a lot about, you know, personnel and uh, strategies and things like that to make ourselves better. So we're always trying to find, you know, the next best thing. But, you know, I feel like as a PE teacher, you learn to coach kids. You're around kids in athletics all the time. Uh, you know, both playing college sports, I feel like we have the ability to make adjustments. I'm a, I'm a very mechanical person, so uh, being able to help kids fix things. But. I like the way that two coaches at different programs, call it competing programs, if you will, but you, you guys, Ryan, seem to have some kind of a bond together between you. Yeah, I used to. It's it's ironic that we're a lot of us are baseball guys. So there's there are a lot of area volleyball coaches. So Marty Gomez obviously coached at Lyme, and he coached volleyball. He's a baseball guy. Uh, Jack Biggs at East Lyme is a baseball guy, and I don't I can't figure out what it is. I think part of it is in volleyball there's no clock, right? And there's no clock in baseball, so it's one of those games you have to finish. You have to get that last out. You have to get that last point. Um, some of the movement patterns, like Coach Guernsey said, are similar, and then I think it's just kind of that gritty competitive nature that that comes from baseball that you know our kids have at Coventry and his kids have at Ram but for yeah it's it's um it's probably not where we thought we would end up right um but it's it's been a great experience and you know the kids in Coventry are are great the families are great and same thing for for Tim and Ryan tell me about Abigail Polo she was selected as the Coventry player of the match in the state championship match yeah so Abby's one of our most versatile kids so um Coach Kearns, talked about getting kids in younger. Uh, her mom played volleyball at UConn, so Abby's been around our program. Similar to Jess, her older sister played for us, actually, with Megan, who's Jess's sister. And, you know, she came in as a freshman and took over the setting position, which is really no small task. Um, and we played well. We, we improved a lot last year. We ended up losing in the quarterfinals. This year, we had her hit at the beginning of the season. We had a freshman setter um, who's also a good player, was, was pretty versatile for us. And uh, we needed her, you know, to set. We moved her back. It's like you can't win without a good quarterback, right? I mean, if you have great receivers and you don't have a great quarterback, you're not going to win. And once Abby moved back in that position, uh, we just played more in sync. Our ball control was great. Um, again, she's somebody like Jess in big spots. She's not going to play to lose. She's going to play to win, right? She's going to make plays for you. She did it in the state championship. Um, you know, she serves tough. She's versatile. She's got a super high IQ. And I think Jess would agree that she makes our offense, you know, that much better. And it's important that – She's the one that touches the ball the most on the team. 
Jess, want to add anything to what he just said about Abigail? I agree with all of that. I think Abby is a big player on our team, and she also goes back to like the energy thing. We all are like together, and she definitely brings up our energy. We all have fun with her, and she just knows how to make a game fun. Even if like we're losing, she can pick us back up and just help us win the game. Jess, you're a junior, and I wonder what your long-range plans are. Do you hope to be able to continue at this high level of volleyball at the next level, meaning college? Um, I have thought about college volleyball, and I'm still thinking about it. I don't know if I want to play in college yet. If I don't go to a college for like volleyball specifically, I will probably play club in college. Do you get feelers from college coaches who say, hey, check out our school. We want to play here? No, I haven't yet. But you're a junior. There's still time. I was going to – I've been planning to reach out to, like, different coaches in college and see if I can start talking to them and send them in, like, videos or see if they can watch me. I've got not one but two different local high school champion volleyball teams joining me in the studio this morning, at least representatives from those teams. Ram won the Class M Volleyball State Championship. Coach Tim Guernsey is here today with his outstanding senior outside hitter, Lonnie Fecco, and the Coventry Volleyball team won the Class S Championship. Coach Ryan Giberson is here today and his junior middle hitter, Jessica German, who is five feet seven, by the way. In fact, on my little crib sheet here, I do not have Lonnie's height. So in volleyball, that's important. Lonnie, how tall are you? Uh, I'm 5'10". All righty. And that certainly works in your benefit when it comes to high school volleyball. We just played We Are the Champions. And I'd like to hear stories from each of the student athletes here this morning, starting with Lonnie. What was the reaction like in school after you won the championship? Did they throw a rally? Did they announce it on the PA? What what happened at RAM after you guys won the M championship? I will say, I think the reaction at the game was a lot bigger than the reaction we got on Monday the next week because there was like a day in between. So we got the normal like congrats, like good job and stuff like that. But at the game was crazy. This our fans all stormed the court. Um, there's a video of me almost getting knocked over by one of my friends, like trampled. Lonnie Fecco, who had an amazing year, leading all of New England in kills with 498, All-State first team, MVP of the Class M championship match, as well as hitting personal goals of 1,000 kills and 100, uh, make that 1,000 digs in her career. Let the people who don't know volleyball, what those terms mean. What is a kill in volleyball? Um, Some people like to call it when you spike the ball. So it's when you hit the ball and it goes down and you get a point from it. And how about a dig? A dig is when someone hits the ball at you from the other side and you have to pass it with your arms straight out. And you had preseason personal goals and you hit them both, 1,000 kills, 1,000 digs in your career. Was that an ambitious target for you? Was that something you thought would be a challenge that might be difficult to reach, and you did attain that? Um, Well, my dad actually wanted me to hit 1,000 kills. He said I could do it. I didn't really believe him because I was, like, 460 away. And the last few years, I'd gotten, like, 200, 300, and so 460 was just crazy to do and so I honestly didn't think I was going to be able to do it until the end of the season and then it all depended on how far we made it 
Yeah, Dad is my old softball buddy, Dirk Fecko, who, by the way, has had a couple of pictures in the WILI weather calendar. And if I remember correctly, Lonnie, am I remembering correctly that a couple of years ago on Main Street in Willimantic, in the boombox parade, you were on top of some kind of van doing gymnastics exercises, standing upside down in the middle of Main Street. Am I correct in that? Yeah, that's correct. What's that like? Uh, I mean, what if, the, what if the truck hits like a bump? Well, we I was only allowed to do handstands on top of the car if it wasn't moving. So, and then I'd have to climb back in the car when it was moving. So was that kind of fun to have a lot of people on Main Street enjoying your act? It was pretty fun. I will say it did get hot, though, because the car was black, so I had to wear gloves. <laughs> well, it was July. Sometimes it does get hot around here in July. All right, Jessica German, junior middle hitter from Coventry's Class S Volleyball State Championship team. Same questions about the reaction of the school. What was it like maybe the first day after the championship, the Monday and what was it like at the actual championship when you won? Tell me some stories about that experience. The championship was very fun. Like I, like um, Lonnie said, our student section was like crazy. They were very. They had lots of energy, and they were just bringing up our energy too. And so, when we went back to the school that night, we had like um, a police escort, and so there were still people there too, and they were also like cheering at the school. So it was a lot of fun that night. And unfortunately, I was sick for about a week after the championship, so I wasn't at school. But the day I got back, I remember I was walking in the halls, and one of my teachers like started saying, oh, championship, championship. And I look over, and he's just like looking at me, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. And it was just so funny because it was like a week after I hadn't been in school and people were still like talking about it. And like to this day, people, like teachers will still just say comments to us about it. Now, that championship match was a little over a month ago. Have you picked up a volleyball since that time, or once the season's over, that's it for a while? Well, I, I like, pepper at my house or just, like, pass with my sisters and stuff. But it definitely is hard when the season's over to get back into it. But there are, like, winter things that you can do to play volleyball, which I'm planning on doing. And it's not like you can really go to a court by yourself and start playing. But I've definitely been, like... Put, touching a volleyball at home and trying to keep my skills up. Lonnie, how about you? Have you had a lot of volleyball experience since you won the state championship over number one seed Joel Barlow? Aside from the senior all-star game, which was the day after, uh, it's been a while. Um, usually I play club, but I'm not doing that this year. Now, what is the relationship of club volleyball and high school volleyball? Is that a way to stay sharp during the offseason? Yeah, I think at Ram we always see it as you're using club to prepare for high school. And your coach is Tim Guernsey. Tim, talk about a feeder system that you apparently have at Ram to bring kids into the high school who got some experience at volleyball. This doesn't start when they're a freshman, does it? Uh, it actually does. So we, we don't have a middle school program at Ram. Um, Pre-COVID, I went down and ran a middle school clinic um, since COVID, I haven't been back down. Uh, I have my, my two children involved in sports, and I've been doing uh, actually middle school basketball the last six years. So uh, this season, I'm going to get back down to the middle school just to get those kids uh, interested because we had quite a few uh, sisters that were on the team this year. So I'm going to try to go down and just uh, get that volleyball bug going and you know see what athletes I can pick up. But a lot of times kids come in as freshmen, uh, if they're athletic and they're sponges, they pick it up quick. 
Um, the nice thing about that is nobody comes in with any bad habits. Uh, the hard part is I feel like Ram uh, traditionally is a soccer town. Um, so if I can pick up a couple of those soccer athletes, it always helps. Uh, but definitely need to get back down to the middle school this year. You said you got a couple of kids. What are they into as far as sports? I'm assuming volleyball better be on the list. So my daughter did play for NFA this year, um, volleyball. Uh, my son is a basketball, baseball kid. Uh, my daughter's playing basketball this, this season right now. So um, very active. All right, and Ryan, what about you? How do you get the kids interested in volleyball at a young age so they want to play Coventry volleyball? Yeah, so it's it's the same kind of <clears throat> idea. So, you know, the success kind of breeds success. Obviously, um, we talked about the sibling relationships, but we run clinics for the middle school kids. We don't have a middle school program either. Um, but I think a lot of that is, you know, the ability to get them interested uh, into your style of coaching. And then when they come up, you know, they, they get excited to play for us. But, you know, we have kids the same way that, that come in as freshmen. And if they're athletic and they want to learn, you know, they can improve. So it kind of just feeds into itself. Uh, we do get a lot of kids from soccer. You know, Jess played soccer. You talked about Abby Polo. She played soccer. And some of that's just circumstance. Most kids play soccer when they're younger because it's available. Um, but we've been lucky to be able to get, you know, the better athletes that we have in our school. And at a school of 200 girls, we had 53 kids try out. So, you know, it's one in every four girls. It's kind of kind of nutty. So, you know, it's become pretty popular, and kids want to be a part of it, and it's great. Tim Guernsey, you added an interesting new philosophy at RAM called the Rover Defense. What does that mean in volleyball? Uh, so most teams play a perimeter or a uh, rotational where they have one person back. Um, we play with two people back and one person up that covers tips. Uh, and again, this is something that Matt Herlock um, researched out in the Midwest. It's something we put in place during a club season, uh, and I've been running it since 2007. So, you know, 10, 10 state titles since 2007. Prior to that, uh, we got to the point in a quarterfinal game against Massick in 2005 where they just tipped on us so much uh, and we had no answer for it so it was an adjustment uh, that we made and you know it's something that separates for us us from most teams um, but I feel like a lot of teams prep and prepare for that man back defense and when you play against us uh, you are hitting it to where we are defensively and then when you try to make adjustments off of that some kids don't feel comfortable uh, making changes on the fly so I think it's a benefit for our program. Ryan, you and Tim talk like every day. Do you compare notes on the Rover defense, and has Coventry adopted that, or do you think you will in the future? Is it something you want to use? So it's kind of ironic. So Coach Herlock obviously ran the Rover defense, and they had great teams, so it's it's impossible to, to argue against. Uh, we run what's called a middle-middle defense, so it's kind of opposite to what Tim does, where we have our two wing defenders up higher, and we have that one person back. Um, there's no right or wrong. I mean, they're generally bigger than us, right? So they, they touch the ball on the block, which it helps to have someone higher to dig those balls off the block like he talked about. Um, we've just found that the vast majority of balls go to the middle of the floor, right? So we like to have somebody there, you know, I mean, it's what works for us. But, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, you know, and he, he teaches it to a T as kids feel comfortable with it. They're disciplined. They run it great. Um, you know, our kids are – really flexible and able to adapt you know and nothing set in stone i mean it's like anything else you can make certain adjustments and move people in three feet move people back uh but we just you know um that's one thing that 
you know, Tim prefers, and it's one thing that I, I don't for whatever reason. I just, you know, but either way, I mean, it's it's more important to have your kids execute and feel comfortable and play well, really, than anything else. I mean, the systems are important, but the fundamentals and the toughness and having good players is, you know, what, what's put you over the top. Lonnie, 2024 is an Olympic year. So will you be watching the Olympic volleyball competition? Maybe men and women. Do you watch those type of high-level athletes and see how they play so you can learn from it? Um, Yeah, I actually do love watching all the Olympics, but specifically volleyball. It is a little different because it's international volleyball, so there's a few, like, different rules. Like, the liberos can't serve. They use a different kind of ball. Just... A few little things that change it up, but it is fun. And I actually played that version of volleyball these past few summers in Tulsa and Fort Lauderdale. So explain to the listening audience, who many of whom, if they don't attend high school or college matches, they might not see a lot of competitive volleyball except for the Olympics, which a lot of people watch. What's the difference? What's the key differences in the game you play, high school at Ram, versus what they play in the Olympics? Well, for starters, they're all like six five, <laughs> and we barely have anyone over six feet, so they can hit the ball a lot harder, um, and they can jump a lot higher, and the game overall is a lot cleaner. It's not really played off mistakes at high school. I feel like you see the game; it's mostly just played off mistakes whoever makes the least mistakes will win but at a higher level there's a lot less mistakes and it's not really played off mistakes anymore it's played off how well you can hit the ball and jessica what about you are you going to be paying attention to what goes on in the olympics and volleyball yeah i definitely will i i really like watching higher level volleyball because i think it's just interesting to see how they play and like the different skills that they hold and how their game turns out. So I will definitely be watching the Olympic volleyball. Let's talk academics. Number one, the challenge of keeping your academic class load up and studying in the middle of the volleyball season, which does take time away from your academics. How do you balance them both? I think it's real. it is definitely hard to balance them both. But like in school, I have study halls and I would get my work done then and um, Volleyball practice wouldn't go too late, so I would definitely just stay up a little later to work on my homework, but it's it's really important to keep my academic grades up and also like continue progressing in volleyball, so you kind of just have to figure out a way that works for you to manage both of that. And what are your favorite classes right now? Um, I'm in a AP Stats class, and that one's pretty cool. I took a AP Bio class last year, which I was really interested in, and I'm I like that one. And Lonnie, what about you? Balancing athletics and academics. Um, I agree with that. I use my study halls to get all of my work done. Um, because if I didn't, it would be very hard because I'd too go to sleep at 8.30 p.m. in the volleyball season because I wake up at 5.15 in the morning. Um, but, yeah, I just majorly use study halls. And what about your favorite classes this year at RAM? Well, she kind of took my answer. My favorite class is AP Stats. Um, all right, what is it? What, what about that particular class? The two, that's interesting that of all the classes, you both like that one. Why do you like that in particular? I don't know. Math has always been like my thing, and I don't. the teacher's great, so it just makes it like a fun class. Good for you. All right, let's turn the page from the past to the future. Tim, you just won the Class M state championship. 
I don't think you went to Disney World, but what about next year? Do you anticipate the ability to repeat as state champs? Uh, I don't know about repeat. We don't, we kind of just focus day by day. I think that, um, you know, we have a, a large group that's coming back that's very competitive. Uh, I feel like we have the right pieces. Um, it will be difficult to replace Lonnie on the outside, but I feel like, um, you know, we have some kids that are hungry. We have some, we talk about every year that this state title this year was the seniors class. So each year that senior class gets an opportunity to, uh, an opportunity to win a state title, but that becomes their year. So even though we've had some kids on the team that have been part of three in a row, it hasn't been their state title. So we have some kids that are uh, hungry for their own. Uh, I feel like we have the right pieces. Uh, it's just a matter of what we do, whether or not that's team. You know, Lonnie talked about the social group, whether that team can stay together, uh, have the right mindset uh, moving forward, uh, and the ability to work hard each and every day. So uh, I feel like the pieces there, just a matter of what happens daily. Just to cut in, um, we're not allowed to make predictions. Yeah. But you could set goals, like 1,000 digs. Goals, never predictions. Different, different thing. All right, and lastly, Coventry volleyball coach Ryan Jefferson, your thoughts on next year. Can you repeat as champs? Yeah, just I'm going to add to what Lonnie said about Coach Kearns. One time I asked him how I, they thought they would be next year, and that's what he said to me. He said, I don't make predictions. So one of the history teachers asked me about – baseball one year and I, I pulled the I don't make predictions <laughs> he looked at me like I was insane uh but I mean you know we share the same philosophy We're trying to win the day in front of us and a lot of teams set short-term and long-term goals which I think are important but I think the ultimate goal is to win the day in front of you and then hopefully be playing that last day right so we've kind of it's understood you want to make a state tournament you want to go as far as you can in the conference tournament but if you do things the right way you know, the process kind of takes over and you start to get the results that you want. Uh, regards to next year, we were very young this year. So I don't know that this was a group that a lot of people thought would have had the success that we did. I think Jess would probably agree with that. Um, I brought Jess here today because I think she's a great leader. And I talked about the intangibles that she brings and the physical skill. And I know she's 5'7", but she jumps out of the gym. So she's, you know, that's why she's part of the reason she's an exciting player. Um, I'm with Coach Guernsey. I think that you know, we have the pieces, but we're just going to continue to take the same approach. You know, we have a young team, and you don't want to become complacent and kind of put the cart in front of the horse. But if these kids work and they put the time in, I mean, the goal is the same. It's going to be hard to replace the three seniors that we lost. Uh, but we have excitement for the program, and we have a lot of talent in, in the younger grades. So. Ryan's Coventry team was third seed in Class S and went on to knock off Haddam Killingworth, the five seed, three games to none in the S championship game. And Tim's Ram team was the sixth seed, and they eventually beat the three seed in the quarterfinals, Suffield. That was the toughest match of them all. The two seed, Northwestern in the semis, and they beat the top seed, Joel Barlow, three games to one to win the Class M state championship. Two local teams, both winning volleyball state championships, and we're happy to have them here today in the form of Ram coach Tim Guernsey and his senior outside hitter, Lonnie Fecco, and Coventry coach Ryan Jibberson and junior middle hitter, Jessica German, congratulations to all of you and your teams. Thank you for coming in this morning. Thanks, Wayne. Appreciate it.